Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. So we posted uh, a while back in our Facebook group. Uh, If you're not in our Facebook group for the moms and dads listening, you can go to Facebook, just search uh, Tuttle Twins Family. I think the group's called like Tuttle Twins uh, Readers Join the Family, something like that. So join the group. We have some fun discussions in there, and I I post some behind-the-scenes sneak peek uh, kind of stuff from time to time. And we asked a question in there uh, some weeks back about what other topics people might like to uh, hear about. And today's topic was a request from one of the listeners. Uh, so thanks. And for those of you listening, feel free to reach out on our website at TuttleTwins.com. You can hit the contact link if you want to suggest an episode or in the Facebook group, feel free to tag us or comment on that post. We're always eager to get your ideas. But this was, I think, a, a great idea because, Brittany, I don't know if you've noticed, uh, but I feels like the world is kind of on fire. <laughs> a little, little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 2020 is kind of bonkers. And one of the suggestions for what to talk about is how do you stay positive in a crazy world? 2020 is crazy, but you know, it's been crazy even before that. It's just a lot crazier now. And, and how do you stay positive? There's a lot of bad things happening, especially this year and especially like how combined and quick it's all happening. Um, you're a, a naturally bubbly person. I feel like a lot of times, yep. Brittany, so wonder what's one way that you try and stay positive when, when the world around you seems kind of crazy. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I have this thing called a five-minute journal, and they actually make one for kids, too. They have a five-minute one journal for adults and kids, Um, and every day you write a gratitude, uh, three things of gratitude. So it's kind of a gratitude journal. So that is something that I think has helped me stay, you know, optimistic during the pandemic when things can seem kind of gloomy, especially when we were all stuck in our houses in the beginning. Uh, So I like to fill out a gratitude journal, start my day off doing that and kind of remember right away, oh, you have so much to be thankful for. And it doesn't even have to be something big like, you know, my new toy. It could just be something like having a a roof to sleep under, having blankets, having, you know, your parents having jobs, things like that. So I think that's that's what I do. And one thing I do. Let me push you further. Why is it that being grateful for things or, or thinking about the things that you're grateful for, why is it that that type of focus leads you to be happy in a crazy world? So it's funny you bring this up. I wrote an article about this that I will link to um, in the show notes years ago. You, it actually rewires your brain. So they've done studies on uh, psychology patients where they have some of them go in to try to work through some issues and some of them keep a gratitude journal and some don't. And they've done like brain scans and things like that. And they've been able to see that the patients who were doing the gratitude journaling with their doctors like were able to create new like why it, it's nuts in their brain like they were actually able to rewire their brain for happiness so there's a psych there's a whole scientific explanation for it as well as it, i think it just puts things in perspective and you can kind of see on paper like oh my goodness look at all the things i have in my life that's super interesting i i really like that and uh, i may just have to go start keeping my own gratitude <laughs> i like that idea a lot it's um it's interesting. I've, I've kind of been reflecting on what my own answer is uh, to this because um, I'm uh, I'm not the bubbliest of personalities, but I am kind of an optimist. I, I um, you know, I'm positive about the long term uh, outlook uh, for our world or for our society. But, you know, I, I am uh, as part of my day job often focused on problems. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with people's issues and government overreach and 
violations of people's freedom. Um, and you know, my wife, uh, will remark from time to time, you know, shaking her head, like, I don't know how you do that all day. Like, you know, she'll <laughs> jump into one Facebook, you know, uh, thread of, of people commenting and people are nasty and, you know, or whatever, or she'll see a news interview that I'm in or our organization is in. And then, you know, people in the comments are, you know, being all critical and crazy and, um, and just the steady stream of, 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 uh, you know, problems and people's complaints and so forth. And so she's not the only one. I've actually had a number of people in my life be like, I just don't know how you do that all day. Yeah. I couldn't stand doing that. And, and there's a lot, like if you focus on, there's a lot of reasons to be, uh, kind of down and depressed <laughs> about <laughs> stupid people and horrible things and, and, you know, natural disasters and everything else. Um, so as I've tried to reflect, like part of it is I, I think I just kind of have thick skin. And so, um, I, I, I don't, you know, I kind of let things, uh, roll off my back and, and don't really focus on them, but I have an answer that I, I think for me, um, rings true. And that is that I try and study history a lot. And, and so why does that matter? Well, you know, the, the world has been a mess throughout world history. <laughs> there, there's always been problems and, uh, people have dealt with them. People are resilient. In other words, they kind of bounce back. They figure out how to get through uh, the problems and move on with their life. And there's always, you know, job losses and economic crashes and natural disasters and, you know, plagues and deaths and, you know, all kinds of things. And the world moves on and people's lives move on. And you you dust yourself off, you know, shake yourself off and, and get up and move forward. And and that's not to say there won't be challenges. There's not to say that there's not reasons to complain. There, there will be, there are, there totally is. Um, but I think what's helpful for me about learning history is that I can put things that are happening today in context. What I mean mm. by that is I, I can better make sense of, uh, of them. Uh, for example, this is a little bit of a tangent, but on, on Twitter for the, the parents and older kids, there is a Twitter account called uh, the Pessimists Archive. Yes. And uh, and so you can go look up or even just Google Pessimists Archive. I think they even have a website. And what I really like about these guys is what they do, they go back into really old newspaper archives and so forth, and they will find doomy, gloomy, you know, predictions and complaints and all these things from history. You know, oh, th these newfangled radios, kids are, you know, being antisocial now and you know we need to stick with newspapers right <laughs> like cameras you know, are going to steal your soul that's another one that's on there <laughs> yeah, yeah you know people are riding these bicycles through the park this is horrible and, you know, there, there's always people complaining there's always uh predictions of you know the world is going to fall apart there's always you know these calamities that are happening and i i like that because it's kind of a fun little silly thing to be like look people have been wrong before and they've they've made a bigger deal out of things than they actually are before and so maybe that informs us today about like all the naysayers and all the people on the media and everyone kind of trying to make us more scared than we should be and you know and also even recent history so when i wrote the book feardom I was doing a lot of research about how the government and the media tries to make us scared. And it was so interesting. You think of past health problems, you think of swine flu, right? Uh, you think of the, all these things that have happened where everyone's scared, everyone's alarmed, we're all watching the news, there's an outbreak, things are crazy. Um, 
and and we all need to be worried and then it just kind of goes away and you move on and you know covid19 is lasting a little longer than yeah. some of the <laughs> yeah but they always kind of ebb and flow and then you move on and so do we really want to spend our time just depressed all the time and doom and gloom and worried and fearful um or can we kind of again put in context that yeah okay coronavirus is a real thing and yeah it's not great and some people are suffering uh, but let's put in context the bigger picture that, you know what, the vast majority of people are going to be just fine. You know, the world is going to move forward. The economy is going to move forward. So let's just understand that that's going to happen. And then I think it gives us a lot more like faith and confidence to move forward and say, like, by and large, things will be OK. Some people are going to suffer. That's just life. Um, anyways, the, the, so studying history for me, recent history, past history is a helpful way uh, to better understand what's happening right now or maybe better deal with what's happening right yeah. now and be like, look, we're going to get through it. It's going to be all right. I also like to look at um, people like Steven Pinker, the book Enlightenment Now, I believe is what it's called. I just, I think that's the title. I just started reading one of the audiobooks. I believe that's the title. Uh, we just kind of look at all the good things that are going on in the world. Now, this was written pre-COVID, so I know that it's kind of hard to say that, you know, the world is different now, but I still think it puts a lot of things in perspective of of, of just the progress we've made in the world. It's not that it's, it's this terrible place. We're always going to have things we're dealing with, kind of like you said. But history rebounds. You know, the human the human species is very resili resilient, not just physically against, you know, illnesses and diseases, things like that, but just like the, the human spirit is very resilient too. So I, I think I, that I think we'll be okay. I, I totally agree with that, especially as you look at younger kids, right? By by uh, their nature, they're kind of resilient. They, they tumble down, they're hurt. and Get right know, back up. Yeah, they forget about it and move on. Um, I remember, I'm trying to remember the name of this uh, comedian. Uh, I think it was the Louis C.K. guy or however you say his name. But yeah. he was on a, a late night show years ago at one point, And he was, you know, talking to the, the host. And he's like, yeah, I was on the plane the other yes, day. I love this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm sitting next to these people and they're all grumpy and everyone's scowling and no one's happy. And the slightest inconvenience, people get upset. You know, it's been a while, but he's kind of since I've seen it. So I'm just trying to remember, but this is the gist, you know, everyone's kind of grumpy and he's like, and I just look around, you know, and here we are at 30,000 feet. And I just think this is amazing. Yep. We're flying through the sky. <laughs> like everyone is flying and no one is happy and, and, and pause and think about like, kind of like with your gratitude journal, like how amazing is it that rather than having like a hand cart and oxen and having to walk <laughs> across the country to go visit your relatives or move or whatever, like a, a simple plane flight and four hours and you've crossed the whole country um, and, and, and just how amazing that is. And so, you know, yeah, there are bad things about the world. There's challenges, but um, there's a lot to be grateful for as well. I, I really like your idea about kind of taking note of that and letting it kind of seep into our mind about how amazing our lives are in so many ways. In so many ways. And even if things, even if there's everything going wrong, that's why I like to say that even just sometimes writing, I'm glad I have a warm bed to sleep in tonight. Cause maybe that's, that's the one thing, maybe it's something small and it doesn't seem that big of a deal, but then you realize how many people don't have that. So it's, it put things in, it puts things in perspective. I think. There's also another angle to this that I'm thinking about right now on the fly. And that is that problems create opportunities. And so in other words, with so many bad things happening, there's also more opportunities to help people. Yep. Like if the world was just fine, then there'd be no opportunity for service because no one would need anything. And that's not to say that we want bad things to happen so that we can go serve people. But, you know, like, look, there's a lot of challenges right now. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Some people are hungry. Some people are homeless. 
Uh, there's a lot of people in need or even just losing the human connection, yeah, right? Or not part. being able to hug people or go to church or whatever it is. Um, and so there's a lot of need out there. And, and so that, you know, I don't know about you, but every time I, I can't remember ever doing like a service project or helping someone out and thinking to myself, well, that was a waste of time. Right. <laughs> You're always going to feel good after. Yeah. You always feel good. And you're always like, man, I want to do that again. You get this like rush in your brain and, and just you feel good overall. And, and that definitely can make you happy, right? Like things can be going crazy, but if you can help one person, if you've got a friend down the road, if someone's in your class or someone who goes to church with you or whatever it is, someone in your life who you can help uh, in whatever way, um, that's going to make you happier. And, and so even when the world is crazy, well, look, if the world is going crazy, that means that there's an opportunity for you to go find ways to help people so that it's a little less crazy for them. And then you're going to feel good. You're going to forget about your problems and you're going to realize like, again, look, life goes on and we can help one another get through it. This is not as uh, profound as your uh, suggestion, the last one. I liked that one a lot. But uh, I think also getting involved in a new hobby. Uh, I've been learning how to do piano on YouTube. And that's been really fun for me. So that's kind of kept me positive, you know, because music is fun and beautiful anyway. And even that can help inspire happy thoughts. But, you know, taking up a new, it doesn't have to be music. Maybe you learn how to get better at chess. That's another mm. another thing I'm doing. Maybe you, I don't know, learn anything, learn a new hobby. And the cool thing about the internet being around is you can pretty much learn anything nowadays. So yeah, that's cool. I like that. I, I think there's a, a real need for um, community and being around like-minded people. And, and this might be a little bit silly, but one way that I stay happy and, and maybe even like uh, motivated, I guess is a good word. Like, you know, I, I fight in the trenches for freedom every day and I'm dealing with people who basically hate freedom and they're trying <laughs> to make government have more power and take more of our money and all this kind of stuff. And so it can get kind of down once in a while, especially when you have a defeat and, you know, you didn't win, people voted against your bill or things like that. But one thing that I do, uh, to kind of motivate one, one thing that kind of keeps me energized and yeah, even happy uh, working in a crazy world like this is watching uh, movies that are kind of inspirational about people Ooh. fighting for freedom. What, what know, are some I'm, of your favorites? Well, I mean, I remember the first time I watched Braveheart. Uh, I still know, have never just, seen that movie. Oh, you know, just like the, the passion there. Uh, another one that I first came across uh, several years ago uh, is Sophie Scholl, The Final Days. Mm -hmm. That's um, a good movie. This one is probably appropriate for like a uh, 13, 14 year old and up. But Sophie Scholl uh, formed the White Rose Society. And this is during Nazi Germany. And along with her brother and a friend, they wrote and distributed uh, leaflets, pieces of paper with uh, kind of anti Nazi um writings on them trying to help people wake up and realize how horrible the nazis were and they were caught and interrogated and and beheaded and so this doc this not documentary this this film is recreating her final days you know when they were caught the whole interrogation uh everything is really well documented the nazis for all the horrible things they did they they were very good uh uh, you know, documenters of, of everything, taking notes and official reports and everything. So they can go back and look at what was said in these interviews and what happened. And so watching that, watching her experience that injustice uh, is, is deeply motivating for me to think there are people out there still today trying to oppress people, you know, like that. And, and I can do something. I should do something about it. It's, it's just mercy is another one 
that came out in the past couple years, uh, you know, about racism and the death penalty and the criminal justice system. In other words, how the government treats people who've uh, allegedly committed a crime. And, uh, you know, I, I watched that film about what happened to this person uh, who was innocent and the wrongs that were being done against him and i watched that and, and for me it's it's like the energizer bunny you know mm -hmm. like yep <laughs> putting a new battery put a new battery in connor you know you just haven't watched one of these those movies and i'm like <laughs> i'm ready to take on the world let's go um and and that makes me happy because i know that i can do something about it that that's kind of my skill set and it really energizes me to find inspiration from uh past examples of when things have gone wrong and people who have risen above that right tried to kind of overcome that and have fought back it's it's very um energetic it, this is a good conversation Brittany. i think to have because a lot of people are struggling right now and um you know we can let it get to us we can let it get us down we can turn negative we can turn inward and you know i, I think we really need to kind of redouble our efforts to be uh, positive and outgoing and energized and, and build human connections where we can so for even the little kids uh, listening right find that service project uh, play with a friend who might feel a little bit lonely. Organize a little field trip uh, together to a place that isn't shut down in your community. Right? <laughs> let's, let's figure out ways that we can actually uh, find ways to be happy during trying times because I, I guarantee they're out there and you know either we need to look for them or create them. So thank you again to, uh, to the folks uh, who have given us some of these ideas. This was yes. a fun topic. Reach out if you've got ideas that you'd like us to talk about. Uh, as always, you can listen to past episodes, TuttleTwins.com slash podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. Until next time, Brittany, thanks for chatting. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.